When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter. It's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast. Figured today would be a good day to jump on. It is Monday, June the 19th. Obviously, the thing that we are all paying attention to right now is the DeAndre Hopkins saga. Where will he sign? Um, last week, he visited with both their – over the last couple of weeks, he has visited with both the Titans and the Patriots, uh, left both places without a contract. There have been reports by Mike Florio and then confirmed by Buck Rising that the Titans did extend him a contract offer. So I'm not sure if the same can be said for the Patriots, but listen, um, the Titans really, really need DeAndre Hopkins, okay? And I don't know how much he has left. If you go back and watch his um, tape from last year, he can still play. And I do think that he's a guy that even if he loses a step, um, he can still play because of how good he is at creating separation and, and all those like crazy sideline catches that we've met that he, we've seen him make against the Titans for years. Now he also gets to push off on every single play. We've seen that for years as well. So um, that can't hurt his ability to continue to catch passes, even if he's not as fast as he was earlier in his, earlier in his career. But for the Titans specifically, um, they desperately need him in their wide receiver. And again, I don't think we should expect him to come in here and be, you know, an all pro receiver. But when you look at what the Titans have in the receiver room, which we have talked about, you know, ad nauseum about how thin that group is and, you know, everything that's going on there, that they need him. They desperately need him. I mean, you're talking about Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, Nick Westbrook Aquina, Racy McMath, whoever else, right? Half of those names aren't relevant. Um, but especially anybody else that, that I didn't name is not relevant. They just, they need, they need bodies. They need quality bodies. And at this point, DeAndre Hopkins is the only one that is available without having to spend draft capital. And, you know, there's, there's been plenty of other receivers that have reportedly been available via trade and the Titans could certainly explore that, but they, you know, they already traded a draft pick in next year's draft to, to move up to get Will, Will Levis. So I, I would assume that Rand Carthon wants to hold on to as much of the draft capital that he still has 
you know, going forward in, into next year because they're going to have a lot to do um, as, as far as replacing guys on the roster next year. They're going to have a ton of cap room. Um, and, you know, this is really, you know, Rand Carthon, obviously this was his first draft, his first offseason, but really next year is where he's going to get to really put his stamp on this team because you have Ryan Tannehill's contract expiring, you have Derrick Henry's contract expiring, it's freeing up a ton of money um, that he's going to be able to spend in ways that he sees fit. So I, I don't think he's going to want to box himself in with another, um, or, you know, by, by trading another draft pick or even by, you know, bringing in a receiver that has a big contract currently. Now, if the, if the right thing becomes available, you know, obviously there would be circumstances that he would be glad to do because it would make the roster better even going, going forward. But DeAndre Hopkins is the easiest one right now because he is available without having to give up any draft picks, right? So that's kind of where we're at there. Um, as far as the contract goes, I would imagine that it would be a basically a one-year deal. Now, they may add on some dummy years to, to spread the cap hit out across, you know, m- multiple years where they didn't have to, you know, put as much against the cap this year, and partially because they don't have very much cap space this year at this point, right? Um, they, they can create cap space. They, they can do a simple restructure on Harold Landry's contract and create a bunch of cap space. Now, does does Carthon want to do that? I don't know because, again, the cap for the Titans basically resets after this year. And so anything that you push out, it pushes into kind of that cap reset. Now, assuming Harold Landry's healthy, you know, with his age and all that stuff, the, the contract that he has – you you expect him to basically play that out. So, you know, tying up more of it or, you know, pushing more of his money into future years is not as big of a deal because you don't think it's going to hurt your team that much, right? Because he's going to be here. You're going to be paying him anyway. So what his number is, is not that big of a deal. Again, especially considering what's coming off the books. So um, I would expect, it, you know, wherever he signs Hopkins being um, to, to be basically a one-year deal with, with some dumb years. Go look at Odell Beckham's contract. If you want to kind of a, 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 an idea of how that structure is probably going to work, I would assume that the Titans will try to do something similar uh, with with that deal. So, that, you know, again, we don't, I don't know where he's going to sign. I don't know how long it's going to take. I was hoping that it would get done sooner rather than later. Uh, just the longer it drags out, the more that, um, you know, we're going to have to th- think about it and talk about it and all that kind of stuff and just not really um, – you know, I mean, I guess it's something to talk about in this dead period now because, you know, the Titans wrapped up their offseason program last week. And so now moving forward, you're basically done. There's nothing going on until training camp starts. I think they said July 25th is a, that camp's going to open. So we have, what, six weeks here, basically. Um, I guess not not that long, a little bit, a little bit more than a month, five weeks um, before, you know, that really ramps up. And, and so it's going to be you know, all Hopkins all the time until then. So that's kind of what we're looking at there. All right. Coming up here in just a sec, we will talk about some stuff we'll have going on over at Music City Miracles over the next few weeks. All right. So we're going to do a little bit of a, of kind of a series of questions at Music City Miracles uh, for the next few weeks again, because things are, are, are going to be dead. There's not going to be a lot of news to talk about. So we'll strike up some some conversations uh, over there. One I posted last week was the greatest player uh, in, in Titans history. And my caveat for that was it had to be a player drafted by the Titans. 
Um, obviously, you go back into the Oilers, the Oilers days, there's a lot of really good players. Um, and then a lot of good players that came here and were a part of the Titans, but were not drafted by the Titans. Steve McNair, Eddie George, Bruce Matthews, you want to go back further, Earl Campbell, Warren Moon, all those guys that were, those guys, of course, were only Oilers. Um, but, you know, just to kind of narrow it down a little bit, I, I kept it to guys that were drafted by the Titans. And, and I said in, in the post, and you, you can go read it over there, uh, for me, Derrick Henry is, is the easy answer. Um, I think Derrick Henry is a Hall of Famer. Um, I, I think I think he should get strong Hall of Fame consideration, even if his career ended now. I think that he's not done yet. And so if he has another strong season this year, um, I, I think that he will pretty much uh, – you know, solidify his, his campaign there for the hall of fame. And I know like you can look at running backs and, and maybe his like career stuff doesn't rate with some guys. And, and there are still guys at this point ahead of him on the list that are retired. They're not in the hall of fame, but when you look at dominance, uh, Derek Henry and, and how great he was, uh, for, you know, a, a two year span there, um, you know, and obviously the, the 2027 yards and all that stuff. And just the way that he could change a game, um, I, I think there have not been as many guys. And listen, I love Eddie George, and, and Eddie George was a great player for this team. But Derrick Henry was way more of a game changer than Eddie George was. Way more of a of, of, of what you would think of as a Hall of Fame guy than Eddie George was. And again, I think Eddie George is a great player in the Titans uh, Ring of Honor. Absolutely should be. But you know, to me, Derrick Henry is way more of a game changer than Eddie was because Eddie wasn't going to break up the long run. Now he did it uh, in a playoff game in Indianapolis. Um, if you remember, if you if you've been a Titans fan long enough to remember that, that of course was in the '99 Super Bowl run. Um, and you remember Eddie watching himself on the jumbotron running into that end zone, uh, or you know, not watching himself, but looking up to see where guy, how close guys were to him that were chasing him. Um, I mean, an iconic run for anybody that was a Titans fan back then. But again, give me give me Derrick Henry over him um, any day of the week, and you know, and again, I love Eddie George. So that that was where I went there, and and you can go look at the post to see a little bit more into um, what I talked about there. Today we're going to talk about the worst player. Uh, in Titans history and I you know there's a unfortunately as I've been thinking about this over the weekend uh, quite a few names come to mind quite a few names of guys that were drafted and were and were drafted you know higher than they should have been Um, but just to give you a hint uh, mine will be a guy from the Jeff Fisher Mike Reinfeldt era I think it was Mike Reinfeldt was the GM it was Jeff Fisher that was calling the shots at this point uh, when this guy was drafted so um, you can check that out that'll be on Music Music City Miracles at some point today so anyway just doing some some kind of fun discussion stuff like that over the next few weeks to kind of kill the time before training camp starts uh, and to kind of you know like I said give us something to talk about other than DeAndre Hopkins so that's kind of what we'll have going on Uh, be sure and check that out um, the podcast, we will, it'll get obviously a little bit more regular as the season kicks up. You know, once training camp starts, we'll be pretty much daily um, throughout the season. So go ahead and subscribe to this. Again, just search out Home Run Throwback wherever you get your podcast and you will find that there. Um, we'll have a ton of cool stuff going on in season, all that stuff. And I'll, I'll get a couple of interviews and stuff lined up here over the next few weeks. Um, just guys that you'll want to hear from uh, that are, you know, kind of Titans and media insiders 
and uh, we'll get kind of their perspective on what this team is, what this team can be in the 2023 season. But again, uh, all that coming up, you can see my work at mecmiracles.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. So thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again later.